Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Robert. This is a podcast sometimes about reality television. Don't think we're going to talk about it this week, but mostly about our lives. Yeah, that's right. Um, hi. How was your Thanksgiving, folks? Ours was was pretty decent, all things considered. We're going to talk all about it today. But first, why don't you go ahead and give us five stars? That's right. Five whole stars on the Apple Podcast app. You can also rate us on Spotify, maybe. I, I don't use that. We're on there. I don't use it. Um, Stitcher, I know we're on there, too. Been on there for years. Never opened it up. And SoundCloud is where we post our stuff, and you can like like us on there and follow us on there, but that doesn't seem to be where we get most of our traction from. So that's why we always say five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Right, Ash? That's right. And I just want to take this moment to say um, we're thankful for you guys, our listeners. We appreciate you. I was going to save that for the end, Ash. What the hell? Now I got nothing to sign off with. You better think of something quick. We have to start doing pre-meetings again. Um... Well, uh, also, we have a Patreon, so go ahead and uh, if you want two more bonus episodes of us uh, each month, you go to patreon.com forward slash reality blows. You sign up for our bonus tier. It's our only tier. $5 a month gets you two bonus episodes. You can find everything over at realityblowspodcast.com. And it's a little bit of a peek behind the old curtain, as they say. I mean, really what it is is more of this. It really is more of this. We did. We have done some specialty episodes. We've done some specialty episodes. We're going to put up a video at some point. I do keep promising <laughs> everyone day. that that will happen. I don't. I think it's rude to ask us to put up a video during the quarantine. Um, and I'm saying us, ask us by you asking us. You think I'm rude. Yeah, I just feel like that it's weird. I, I couldn't be in worse shape right now. Yeah. I mean, what about yourself? Well, I'm re- as soon as I lose 15 pounds, we'll put that video up. Yeah, okay, so you're camera ready minus 15 pounds. Yeah, I'm camera ready minus a couple months. Um, you're really camera ready plus 15 pounds. That's what it is. Right? I just need to lose weight. We all do, folks. And as a matter of fact, you know, today's supposed to be our day, Ash. Yeah, this we're starting today. This is supposed to be the day that we cut out the bullshit. The crap. Okay? The crap. The synthetics. And uh, we... Yeah, that's right. We've been eating polyester (laughs) and we're not going to anymore. (laughs) I've been drinking neon. We're giving up sugar. Giving up sugar, you know, putting the carbs to bed. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a couple that will run around because you got to have them to function, but we're this not the letting the eternal them... struggle between Ash and Nick. And we're not diets. letting the house be built on a foundation of carbs, if I, you know what I mean. I just don't know that I'm ready. You know, I had a I had a little luncheon yesterday. I had a little friend uh, get together and outdoors. Outdoors, of course, on a heated patio. Which, of let's course. be honest, still not probably a smart idea. But what but are you going to do? It did feel like the last time I was going to be able to do that. I do know that I said last podcast, last week, that that luncheon Nick and I had in Asbury Park was going to be one of the last. <laughs> but this one in Brooklyn was definitely the last. And uh, someone there mentioned that they got rid of their quarantine weight. Are you ready for this, Nick? I'm ready. By eating one meal a day. Yeah. And I said, that sounds like an eating disorder. And they were like, no, I just, you don't, you're not using all of your energy like you used to. So it's just one meal a day is totally fine. And I think that sounds like hell. But just so when you know, other people. When did this person place are, this one meal a day? Other people are struggling. Um, Around like 2 p.m., 2, 3 p.m. So then they, I, I imagine they, they fell fast asleep promptly at 3.30. <laughs> what do they do with the rest of their goddamn days? Liquids. 
just drinking. Yeah. So they're attempting to not eat at the end of the day because I, I don't want to attempt to not eat. Like, I just want that one meal a day to be like, yeah, that was sufficient. I just haven't haven't thought about it. Yeah, like, that's what they said. They were like, bullshit. they were like, I'm not I'm not hungry. And Unless like, they go, go to bed possible? at six o'clock. How, I, they go to bed it? at like 10. They go to bed at 10 p.m. So that's eight hours of pure walking around, bumping into fucking walls, ain't doing shit. Those are the hours I need to eat Snickers. All right? <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm going through it today. Today's a bad day. I woke up in a bad-ass mood, Ash. I just didn't he really feel good did. today. I just felt bad waking up. And not like COVID bad, but just like, oh, uh, man, it's it's the worst day it's been in New Jersey in, in weeks, I feel like. It's a stormy Gray, gray rainy, windy day. It's been gorgeous. And even though it's been getting kind of cold, you know, naturally the past couple of days, uh, it's been beautiful, has it not? It's been gorgeous. It's, it's been quite lovely. Now, I have a thing. I have something I'd like to address with you right away. Right up top. Let's get into this. I, I, let, got more, I have more gripes with the day, so don't, don't think I'm done. I let you sleep in this morning because you get mad at me when I wake you up. And so I thought, you know what? We're doing a record, recording a podcast. I'm going to take care of all the morning business. Let him sleep in so he'll be in a good mood. And that has backfired on me. Explain I wish you would have woke me up. Yeah, there you big go. Big fucking mistake, I Ash. I freaking knew it. Big fucking mistake. And yet when I wake you up, you're upset. I First of all, I didn't wake up upset. I knew I was sleeping in. I, I, I got re-upset because last night I discovered that one of my AirPods that I spent $10,000 on, it seems like, uh, is a little clogged and they're harder to clean out than the original AirPods that you buy. Normally, Nick is in a constant struggle with earwax and AirPods. Yeah. Well, it's not really just, I have a constant struggle with headphones. I have 70,000 pairs of headphones. No one owns more. Than I have that. so many, he- I have every version of a headphone. I yeah. have a, a wired earbud. I have a wired over the ear. I have a Bluetooth over the ear. I have a Bluetooth earbud. I have three pairs of Bluetooth earbuds. I have two pairs of over-the-ear Bluetooth. And it's just I can't get the combination. I have, you know, the problem is, is like I prefer to wear the over-the-ear ones all day long. You're looking for Bluetooth. the porridge that's just right. First of all, I don't want cords. The I'm porridge. S- I'm sick of cords. The porridge that's just Ash, right. Ash, I get what you said, You're looking and I'll for come the back to it. That's just right. <laughs> You're looking for that that. No, I found the por- I found many porridges that are just right. I've found the mash. Okay, number one is my AirPods. They're just right. The AirPod Pro Two. They are just right. They're clogged a little for some reason. The- I've discovered that the right ear. It's just something's going on. I'm hoping it's a clog because now when I put them both in, it feels like all of my sound is coming like from, uh, like I don't know, 10 p.m. You know, or 10, 10 o'clock. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's coming from the Think left hand side. Think about a clock. Side. It's like it's coming in from listen, about babe, 10. Listen, babe, listen. Hey, I got to tell you something right now. That makes me crazy, dude. I got to tell you something. You need to snap out of it. I don't know if you need to take a break, chug some water, get up to a little dance, okay? These people do not want to hear about how your headphones are failing you. What they want to hear about is our Thanksgiving, okay? That's what this episode is about, our Thanksgiving extravaganza. I think it's about my clogged headphones. Phones. No, I think I, you I gotta let it go. I don't know. It seems like this. It seems like this is a clogged headphone episode. But if you're saying this is about, you gotta be in your bonnet okay. early. You gotta be in your bonnet early this morning. You're walking around. You don't even have shoes on. First off, okay. And you're walking I'm in the around. House. Yeah, but put on some socks. Hide those feet. 
I'm wearing Crocs. I mean, I'm going to b- pull away the curtain right now. Ashley's bullshitting. I look down and they, he is, in fact, wearing Crocs. Yeah, come on. I, what are you wearing? I'm wearing sliders with socks. Okay, and that's better? Yeah, I put on jeans. This Why? Is, these are professional because I wanted to put my pants on to record the podcast. I take it seriously. That makes no sense. Listen, you need to get out of this funk, Nick. I'm pinching him. Ow! It's not having any effect. Ow! It did have an effect. It hurt me. You know what? We had a uh, we had a big Thanksgiving Day Thursday. It was everything you want it to be. Um, delicious, a little stressful. Time got messed up. You know the usual sort of thing. And then we had like a get together on Saturday, uh, smaller with Nick's dad, Steve. Well, hold on. So what? I mean, you're gonna just. We'll get into Thursday. We'll get into Thursday. I got something I want to talk about that I was thinking about this morning. When Same, I, we got nothing left because I got more on the clogged earphones, <laughs> head, head pods, ear, ear get wax. Get together. When we went over to Steve's on Saturday, we're going to do this in reverse. We're going to do Saturday and then we'll talk about Thursday. We went over there on Saturday, a uh, big Italian feast, delish. Gabby, Nick's sister, and I, we scrapbooked on the floor. We put a Disney album together from our Disney picks from last year. It was good times, fun times. And then I'd say about halfway through your night, the night, your dad brought up the fact that he did listen to the podcast and that he thinks we hate Ralph. He does think that we hate the dog Ralph that's in this house. Yep. Yeah. Do we hate Ralph? I think that there's been a couple of podcasts in which we talk, once talked about shaving his ass. Yeah, somebody had to do it. And I think the other one was more about taking care of Ralph and how bad the dogs are. Well, possibly. I think what we're just doing is telling... I, I have no idea what I say on this thing. We're telling the truth. You should listen to our podcast sometime. I think it would help. Nope. <laughs> I ain't going to do it. I think it would help the <laughs> not, overall vibe of the podcast. Not going to do it. Um, we tell the truth about Ralph, which is that he's got rotten teeth that stink, and he poops and pees on everything. Yeah, he's... a. A little shit, and but he barks. he's cute. He's very cute, and that's his saving grace. He's got a machine gun bark. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I feel like you can't judge people who live with Ralph until you have spent a good year with Ralph, or a good three months. Hey, hey, a month. And I'm excited. Your dad said he's going to take Ralph. I my think that'll be good. My dad lived with Ralph for a couple years. Back when Ralph was really cute and little. That's right. Which is different than the Ralph we got now. It is different than this Ralph, yeah. It is different. I've seen pictures. Uh, he was peeing on things, though, and he was a little, he was, yeah, he was, I guess, the same, but but cuter. I, I, I yeah, he... He used to hop up on a lot of stuff and pee on a lot more pillows. I mean, we've seen him. Sure, we've seen him <laughs> hop up on stuff and pee on a pillow. But like what? Once this summer, that's that that used to be a daily occurrence. So my wow. parents, my parents had to like uh, when he was in the house. You know, God forbid, put him in a goddamn crate when you leave. But I uh, would like have to like pitch the pillow, the couch cushions, like into like little triangles, so like he couldn't get he couldn't get up on the couch. To pee on the cushion. So he just pee on the side of the couch. Oh, yeah, of course. Or, well, the, or I, the rug. That's then I right take there. my word. I eat my words then. So Steve has experience. He has. He has. Ralph. But, but we're all a little bit more beaten down now. So <laughs> <laughs> what once was maybe something that you could be like, oh, come on, Ralph, is now something where you're just like, you too, Ralph. You too. You're also a fucking mess. You're also going to add to this. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, he doesn't even realize we're in a pandemic and he's depressed, Ralph. You know yeah, what I mean? So that's it's true. It's uh, Ralph is a good dog. He's a good dog. Okay, because no, he's not a good dog. He's cute. 
He's and cute is what I mean. He's cute. He's cute and he's sweet. He's sweet. He's sweet. He follows you around. He loves you. And if you wanted to, you could pick Ralph up and and, and hold him and uh, yeah. have him near you and, and be attentive to you all day long. All day long. He would love to like lay on your feet. He would love to be in here right now. Hanging out with hanging us. Out with us breathing we on us. to let him. We won't let him because he's not nice to our, our child, Lily. Yeah, he's too snippy with Lily. He's just a little, he, he's just a little shit when it comes to our cat, Lily. If he he would just chill out even with the peeing i would i would still allow him to be up here with us for a little bit for to come up visit see lily them hang out yeah he then can watch ralph, a movie with then us then ralph pees on some corner of something and, he, and then we, and throw, then him we throw him out we yell at him we throw him out yeah but i would, I would allow that but it isn't the case no he got snippy with lily one too many times and lily she's just interested sort of in him she's not getting snippy with him no and she was kind of afraid of the situation that goes on downstairs because there's also another dog who is currently on medication this dog that is named Pavarotti it's mm-hmm. a chihuahua TT for short TT for short nobody knows why um Pavarotti TT oh is that why babe did somebody tell you that that's obviously Pavarotti TT well, that's news obviously to me. come on must have come through on the right uh airpod didn't hear it <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, there's two dogs down there. That dog, honestly, I mean, my grandma now can't listen. My mom used to provide this podcast for my grandma to listen to in the car. Now that I am the provider of all things for my grandmother at at this time, not forever, um, I can withhold information from her so I can talk about Pavarotti on this podcast and not feel like she's going to hear it. Right. Because that's her dog. Her and my grandfather, my uh, grandfather passed away a couple years ago. They had a dog in a, in their last home, and it's Pavarotti, and it's a, it was a little black chihuahua. Now it's like a little gray chihuahua. Yeah, she's just an old lady. 13. And I'll tell you, man, me and Pavarotti, and I was talking to my sister about this too, we just never, never bonded. Never bonded with Pavarotti. She was always standoffish and never wanted to be... I, I never was around chihuahuas, so I, I imagine... This is how they are. They're, they're, they they don't want to be picked up. They're not Morkies like Ralph. Ralph is a Morkie. He's Ralph a Maltese Yorkie mix. He cuddled. looks like a little, he's like a little dust mop. You just kind of yeah. kick around, you know. Um, a Muppet. He's a Muppet. Yeah. Right. He's and a he live Muppet. He wants to Muppet. be cuddled and he wants to stare at you seriously. Right. And uh, Pavarotti just really didn't have much time for you unless she needs you to feed her, right? I mean, that's pretty much what Pavarotti's doing. She, she never also, comes up and hangs out. She loves body warmth. She, yeah, she uses people. She's really into body warmth. I like TT. I don't. You I, do. You like her more yeah. than I do. Yeah. Yeah, I just think she's just a cute little old dog. She's kind. When you look at her, she's kind of cute, but she's kind of she looks like into, Baby Yoda. No, she doesn't. She looks just like Baby Yoda. I'll have to take a look at her I posted again. a pic on Insta. Well, Baby Yoda, uh, our Baby Yoda, Pavarotti, Baby Pavarotti, mm-hmm. um, is sick right now. Um, doctor thinks, the vet thinks that she got into something. That's all we could tell. My grandmother <laughs> took her to the vet. My grandmother um, has a friend that comes over and... Uh, is my grandma is basically our a life helper she's our extended arm when she's an assistant ash and i can't do something my and my grandma needs something to happen she comes by and and helps usually with like a grocery shop or something of that nature sometimes just going out and getting sandwiches yes she's uh and she's paid by my grandmother um and uh she's great uh and she took my grandma and this dog the day that they needed to go to the vet because Ash and I couldn't do it. 
And they only let one person into the vet, and they let my grandmother into the vet inside. My grandmother is legally blind. I, I'm going to say legally deaf. I think you're right. <laughs> I mean, that, that hasn't been diagnosed. Yeah, but it seems to be the case. Uh, legally can't walk very well. Legally? <laughs> legally, there's a lot going on. My grandma's turning 81 um in a couple of days uh, in february so a um, couple of days well yeah a well, couple months 20 days 40 days something like that the 6th of february mm, I, mean, I guess it is coming up it's coming up so i anyway, mean god bless her good. she she goes and she does she goes in there and she does it but doesn't you know I, she came home and she came home with four different medications and i was like all right grandma hit me and you know nanny i call her nanny hit me with it what's the uh what's the prognosis and uh you know the then she was like oh this doctor asked me every uh, so many questions it's like every question in the book and i was like okay great well, <laughs> what did they what's say going about on the, with dog? the dog who's been by the way diarying and, and puking for fucking two days yeah we knew Everywhere. something was up on Thanksgiving when Pavarotti wouldn't eat any turkey. We yeah. were like, uh-oh, something's weird. Yeah, she wasn't eating any turkey, but she was throwing up cheeseburgers. I mean, this lady, was this dog was sick. <sighs> anyway, basically, Nanny no. doesn't have any she information. She doesn't have any of the info for us. <laughs> I'm like, so, okay, all right, fine, fine. They ask questions. I know, doctors, huh? Am I, am I right? Yeah. And then, They're uh, so you know, nosy. And Nanny, is a, is a, she's an Irish woman uh, who was born here. Uh, first, she's a well second first, generation. No, well, no. That what does it count? My grandmother and grandfather were born in Ireland, so that makes her first generation Correct. American. Okay. Yeah, your grandmother, grandfather, and all of her siblings were born yes. overseas. She was Nanny's the only one the of her immediate family that was actually born in this here great country. So, not not she doesn't walk around like oh right, you know she doesn't do that because she was actually she's was born in brooklyn so she's more of just kind of like a brooklyn new jersey lady yeah and so she you know has that sort of attitude towards and oh they asked me so many questions how many questions are you gonna ask me yeah and it's like well they were probably trying to get information to figure <laughs> out why your fucking old dog is throwing up so uh you know and then i go well what's the deal like um like, what about the medication? She was like, um, one of them you give once a day, and we don't start till Sunday. And I started looking through, and I was like, well, there's two different drops here. Anyway, had to deduce. Yeah, what was it was going a lot on. of like confusion around. Like she, like she told me that Pavarotti lost two pounds, which is a lot when the dog weighs six. She pounds. lost two pounds, and I'm like, over. Over what period of time? Oh, I don't know. And I'm like, well, there's a lot of difference between losing two pounds in three She's months. She's svelte now. And two pounds in four years. You know, what's the difference? Oh, what's going I on? don't know. She lost two pounds. Two pounds, Ashley. Like, yeah. that's kind of how it went. Later, I heard um, my uh, her niece called her up. And my grandmother takes every phone call that it comes through her. She is the most popular person in the world. I've never met people. anyone who gets more phone she calls. She takes every phone call on her um, on speaker. On, her, on speaker. Because she, she's it, deaf. She Legally. Can't, really, can't really hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so that means we all get to hear all of it. And also, like, she'll take it on speaker, but then also, like, relay information. Oh, is Nicholas in the room? Well, tell him that um, I'm. we're going to drop off the food on Tuesday. And then all of a sudden, I'll, I'll hear the phone go down. Nick, I just want to let you know that uh, Deirdre's going to drop. I was like, I heard her. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. 
So then she's, um, you know, my, my grandmother is trying to relay this information to us, and she's telling us that the dog lost two pounds. And I heard uh, her niece call her up, and she relayed that same. And then she, six pounds, she lost two pounds. And then, you know, her niece was like, hey, um, when was the last time you brought her, though? Like, was it two pounds, like, in a month? Or, oh, I don't know, when we moved in here. Five years ago? <laughs> I don't know. She didn't have to go to the doctor a lot. And it's just like, okay, okay, we get it. We yeah. Get it. So two you, pounds over five years is not alarming. I mean, two not pounds, an older dog, you know. Two pounds in a month yeah, is, of course. Is, so, is scary. This dog has got uh, two things of drops, two other, you know, it's like whatever. So Pills. Ashley and I ha have been administering this stuff to this dog. Also, I think it's know. fun. Just one more thing about um, the dog is that no one knows how it got sick, but the vet is like probably, I think... That the vet said it was something she ate because Nan keeps telling people on the phone the vet said thought it might be something she ate, but that couldn't be that. Yeah, well, the vet said that she thinks that he thinks that she got into something. That's what she keeps saying. That she got into, and that can't. She's the pickiest eater. But by the way, this Meanwhile, dog. this dog's eating donuts. This dog eats whatever <laughs> my grandma eats, and my grandma's a picky eater, but she picks shit you shouldn't eat like that's basically <laughs> it this dog eats um uh entenmann's chocolate donuts um this dog eats eggs this dog eats drinks tea with stevia in it campbell's chicken noodle soup and you're like this is not good for the dog yeah i it's not like we're, we're like oh well let's not tell nan like i the way i speak on this podcast is basically how i speak to everybody in my life so I, I've, you know, at my wits end, which I get there quite a bit. Yeah, Nick. I would snaps. say once a week I'm at my wits end. Um, say that five times fast. Um, and I've hit the age where you say things like say that five times fast. Oh come on. So, um, yeah, my 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 wits end. I will say stuff like, uh, <clears throat> I'll be like, well, would you stop feeding the dog a donut, Nan? He fucking can't have a fucking donut. <laughs> and Nick then, will lose it. And then my grandmother does this. <laughs> she just kind of stares at the... She, all of a sudden, she's 100% deaf and she can't hear me. Yeah. Listen, I'm not abusing my grandmother here. But, like, this is while I'm washing my, like, 55, 55th pan in the sink that I didn't make. To, you know, this is what's going on here. Like, you know, but, I'm trying to run a tight ship in this place. Yeah. And the ship keeps springing fucking cracks. Well, we all know dogs shouldn't have donuts every day. Well, we know that. Yeah. You know, and then when I say that, and so like the idea that, oh, she's the pickiest eater. All she ate that day was chicken noodle soup, half of uh, Lipton hot tea with uh, stevia and almond milk in it, uh, a quarter of an Emptiman's donut, um, some eggs with cheese and salt and pepper. And oh, I also make my grand. <laughs> My grandson put lemon pepper on my eggs for some reason, so the dog had that. And, like, this is what that dog had been eating. Oh, and then for dinner, like, for what they... That's just, like, what Nanny, like, what rolls off of Nanny's chin that Pavarotti gets. Or, like, the leftovers. Yeah, she's a yeah. leftover. But the dogs get fed a roaster. If they can't eat regular fucking food, <laughs> so know? they get a fucking roaster. <laughs> okay, first so you off have to cut up a fucking roaster. I'm sitting there chopping up a roaster from fucking Wegmans every day. And, like, I'm looking at this roaster and these two dogs. Are, this roaster looks like these two dogs, like, just cooked. And I'm just like, like, this is weird these dogs are eating this roaster every day. It just didn't seem right. Oh, 
Look at Lily. You're saying all about her cat? That's yeah, not, she's so cat's cute. not even on podcast right now. The Listen, cat's trying to get comfortable. She just jumped she's up perfect, and stared at She's perfect, She doesn't do anything that those dogs do. She does all of the cute stuff, except for the fact that she tricks us every day into thinking that the other person did not feed her. Yeah, she does get. She does run up to you when you walk upstairs and let you know that the other um, one of the other parents hasn't fed her yet. And she screams and yells at you, he hasn't fed me. Can you believe it? He hasn't fed me. And then I either feed her or I go, Nick, did you feed her? And then Nick's like, yeah, she's eaten both of her morning feedings. Yeah. And you know what? She, um, we have a system in place. We just, we just don't use it all the time where, where we, we mark down that we fed her. We, we were doing really well. And then just over the past month or two, it's obviously gotten crazy because our lives have gotten a little crazy here. So we've kind of lapsed on that system a bit. And she's and taking advantage she knows of that. It. <laughs> She knows that she's we're like, not. I know you're not communicating with each <laughs> yeah. other about this. Anyway, the thing is, Pavarotti, by the way, I would like to say doing a lot better. She's got medicine. She's eating again. Don't y'all worry about her. I did. Yeah, she's like fine. She's fine. She's totally fine. She we're really not, is. Yeah, she's My good. grandmother would have you believe differently. She wants her to be sick. I, my, she doesn't want her to be sick. She wants her to be healthy, but if she's a little sick, she wants everybody else around her to know that she's dealing with like, oh, my T.T. I'm being a little bit more dramatic than she is, but just by a little. Just yeah. by a little. Yeah. And it's something for her to do, folks. I did bring up Ralph. So this is my fault that we've been talking about the dogs this long. But I was just bringing Ralph up to say that I don't hate Ralph. Okay? If that is how this is coming across in the podcast, I don't hate him. I do think he's very cute and sweet. Yeah, we love all the people we're talking about here. We love them. You know, yeah. I, I, it's just, just like we have, Ashley and I have entered into a world last june and we're still in this world now we are part of the ecosystem that is this world here on the jersey shore and yeah this is now our lives so it, when we used to just have to deal with lily and our neighbors who would make uh, churros downstairs at all hours of the night um and the roaches in our apartment now has become dealing with two dogs yeah and, and um an 80 year old woman and this is this is our lives right now yeah and, and now and, you guys know. And the challenge comes back next week and things resume. Wow. I'm so excited the challenge is coming back. Yeah. On Monday, we're going to do a uh, player preview next of the challenge. Monday. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we're going to um, go through the cast list. We're going to talk about everybody. Because I believe a week from Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, the 36th, I think. Sixth? Mm-hmm, I think it's 36th. Wow. And it's going to be December 9th. I'm yes. so excited. And it's uh, it's called, uh, what is it called? Double, Double Agents. Double Agents, yeah. Yeah, there's more twists and turns. I heard that this is, uh, uh, from what MTV is telling us, this is going to be a great season. All I know is Darrell's back. I'm pumped. Darrell's back. Ashley has a little frame of reference for Darrell now because of uh, us um, recapping Fresh Meat uh, Season 12 over on the Patreon. So if you want to gear up, a little bit for our recaps, uh, which will begin next week. Uh, you should go to our Patreon and check out. Uh, we did all of the Fresh Meat, the first season of Fresh Meat, season 12. And you can watch those over on uh, the CBS All Access app. Go get yourself a free trial and uh, pound away on that on that challenge. Over pound there. away. Pound away. Um, okay, so Thanksgiving. So we decided to do a little, just a small, tiny Thanksgiving here on the shore. Um, Gabby was coming over. We basically... Gabby is my sister, just to let you guys know. Yeah, and we were basically living with her for like the past three weeks because she wasn't living in the house with us with Chris. And so it felt Chris like... Chris is her partner. It felt very um, like, you know, we were a little worried about the whole thing with people, you know, and... 
and you don't want to leave your house this Thanksgiving and all that. But we were quarantining with them. And and you know what? Let's I'm going to be utterly honest here. We just took chances. Really is what we did. We were doing we're doing what the rest of the world is doing. You know, and there are some model citizens out there and I applaud you. And in my in my mind and in my heart, I am also a model citizen. But when my mom went on hospice here, um, we our hand was forced, and so we needed some extra help here. And so we were not able to prepare for this in a way where we were all quarantining in separate rooms for two weeks on the dot, and then met up and never. This is just it, w- w- my sister had to come here. And well, they lived with us from November first to like November nineteenth. They did, but they didn't live with us prior to that. So yeah. it was just like, okay, Gab, guess you're coming here. Mm-hmm. Guess you're living here. Um, and guess what? It's been weeks. We're okay. We took the chance, and so far, knock on wood, we're okay. But um, it is a scary situation that we're living in right now, and um, we were not about to have uh, like a million family members come over here just because we, we decided, well, one person came over here. So we just had that same person come over for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And um, it was, uh, you know, we I my goal for this Thanksgiving was to try and make this as normal of a Thanksgiving as we possibly can. When I had mentioned Thanksgiving to some ancillary folks in our community, um, I got some responses like, yeah, I guess not this year. Am I right? I kind of were, was getting that vibe getting, getting into November that yeah. we're going to like kind of skip it. Yeah. And that's when I decided that I was like, no, let's just do, let's just order something, you know, and cook a couple of things. It'll give us something to do that day. Like even if yeah. no one is going to be here, even if it was going to be my grandmother, Ashley, myself, the dogs and Lily, it's like, we'll still cook a couple things and eat some turkey that day. It's like, we still have to eat dinner that day. It might as well be Thanksgiving dinner. Listen, we're desperate for a sense of normalcy. So we needed um, a fun distraction and Thanksgiving turned into that. And I'm, I am thankful for it. Um, and th- the holiday is problematic, of course, you know, but I was uh, prepared to just make it about the meal because that's really what Thanksgiving is about. It's about the Macy's Day Parade. And it's about the dog show, and it's about the meal. That was the other thing I was destined to do. I wanted to watch that parade. I was like, this, I was looking forward to it. That parade sucks, and I was looking forward to it. Yeah, I was me just too. like, I'm gonna I, wake up and look at those balloons. They don't even move anymore. They just sit there. I like what they did. They, I like. I know this is a this was a different parade, whatever. But it was fun to have playing in the background while we made food. And that's right. We did order some food, but we also made food. We looked at each other square in the face. We looked deep into each other's eyes. We touched each other's souls. And we said, babe, we're not making a turkey. We're going to buy one. So we bought a roasted turkey from Whole Foods. We got it ready. We bought it online. And we also were like, while we're at it, let's throw in some sides. What were those Whole Foods sides, babe? We got some cranberry sauce, some stuffing some green beans, some mashed potatoes, and also turkey gravy. Yeah. And then we were like, how can we supplement this on our own? What I can bring to the table as a Southerner is a pecan pie and some deviled eggs. That's right. So we made a pecan pie. Two, in fact. Yep. Gave one to my dad. And we also had deviled eggs. 
Now, what did you think about this? Because I, I thought was, everything. I thought everything that day came out great and was delicious. How do you feel? This is, was your first pie you've ever made, right? I mean, I don't think you've ever made a pie before. And Have you? Yeah, of course. When did you make a pie? My, me and my mom used to make this exact pecan pie like every year well, when I was a kid. Um, yeah, I had never made a pie before, and I thought it, we, I thought we did a good job. And I thought, I thought it tasted good, and it wasn't that hard. Were you shocked at the amount of sugar that goes into a pie? Uh, yes, I was. <laughs> it was crazy how much sugar went into that pie. Sugar and then basically molasses. Yeah, then just pie. syrup. Sugar and syrup. And I know there are people out there who are like, don't put syrup in my pecan pie, but that's how we do it. Okay? Um, yeah, it was worth it. it and You're then, mostly eating that syrup. So good. Um, so fun to make a pie. And then the deviled eggs, I think we knocked those out of the park, too. Yeah, the deviled eggs were great. They went quick. They went quick. We didn't even save them for the meal. They were just out on the table to munch on. Well, that's fine, because we had so much food for the meal. And honestly, like, the timing was a little iffy, because we were like, we had ordered this food to pick up day of. Because in my mind, you pick it up day of, you don't have to really heat it up that much. But that's not how Whole Foods set the shit up. And we didn't know that until we got there. Yeah. So we picked up on on Thanksgiving. We had to drive to Whole Foods and like go check in really quick and then go stand by this table and then they handed us our meal and everything had like the turkey had an hour prep time, right? An hour it an hour heating. It had to be reheated up. for an hour, right, right. which you know, we weren't talk we weren't told it was not on the website and I did leave that in my review about an hour ago when did I was you? reviewing our meal. Mhm. Um, I gave them five stars. I said everything was great, delicious, service was incredible, everyone who worked there. I didn't even tell them about the wait at Whole Foods. Yeah, we had to we wait because it was, it was backed up. But then again, it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, so, so I didn't even mention that. The one and thing the I did wasn't mention. That bad. Wasn't no, that bad. it wasn't that bad. It was just a little unexpected. We kind of thought we'd bop in, bop out. Well, but, because we didn't really want to be spending much time inside of a Whole Foods on Thanksgiving during a pandemic. And we didn't spend a whole lot of time. And there weren't that many people there. But, I mean, there were people kind of coming in and out to pick up this meal. But anyway, we got the meal back home. And we had to we we had also cooked, because uh, this was my sister Gabby wanted to uh, cook a a, uh, sweet potato casserole. Yeah, and Nick and I had made one last year for Thanksgiving. Went over like gangbusters. And luckily, we still had a big old can of uh, syrupy yams. I I bought those. Oh, I thought those were from last no, year. No, I bought those. I bought all the ingredients. Oh, well, look at you. I know. I'm a good boy. Um, So, yeah, we get we did Bruce's. Can't go wrong with Bruce's because they got some juice in there that really uh, will sweeten up those yams. Yeah, just straight sugar once again. Um, So we, uh, my sister and I and and, and Ashley all made this, uh, this casserole as well. And um, boy, it was good. Uh, it's good every year. Yeah, the food was great. Yeah, everything was good. Even Ashley, who is not really a meat eater, you had some turkey, and you have to admit that turkey was good. Turkey was really good. It's juicy turkey. They make a good turkey over there at that Whole Foods. I'll never make a turkey. I will always just buy it. I've never had a turkey that was that good. It I was mean, really moist, delicious, and you know who loved it the most? Our little baby Lily. Lily. She got a little turkey plate every year. We don't feed her any human food, okay? No, we're none. very anti-human food to pets because we're just we want to keep her health in tip-top shape. And uh, but every Thanksgiving she does get a little plate of turkey and then some green beans that she doesn't eat. Yeah, she didn't eat the green beans. Um, should probably gave her a little bit of mac and cheese or something. She would have liked that, but no, uh, uh-uh, we can't give her mac. and she cheese. She did eat that turkey and she loved that turkey. And and what I like about it is last year we we it was we gave her the turkey and then she came up and and the tryptophan got her. 
Yeah. She fell asleep and then farted on us, which yeah. we thought was very fun. We thought was cute because she's not, she's not a farter. She's not. Um, she's not a this farter. This year we were just kind of, we were like too much going on. So we fed it to her and then left. So maybe she was pooting up there we, by herself. We didn't hear. But she also like was definitely asking us for more food later that night, which uh, kind of backfired. I figured that big turkey feast would be enough for it would a little fill her baby, up. But she, nothing fills her up. Hey, can we pause real, real quick? Sure. Hey, we're back. Thanks for taking that break. Mm-hmm. Um, while we were talking about Thanksgiving, I realized there was something I wanted to tell you. And I brought it up on Thanksgiving. And you were like, oh, tell me more about that. And I was like, no, I'm going to save it for the pod. And you were like, okay, okay, okay. And then I had to go I had to go find my phone because um, I need to find some crucial information to this. Now, do you remember what I was talking about when I said... Uh, no. I, here's a thing that I just did. No, not at all. Okay, so late uh, late Thanksgiving night, I start going through my YouTube um, subscriptions. And I'm looking at these, and these are, a lot of these feel dated to me. In terms of like, I was just a different person two years ago when I was watching hauls and makeup tutorials and fab fit fun boxes being open and that sort of thing. Like, I've kind of moved past that, either spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Doesn't really feel like I should be burning all my quarantine cash on uh, makeup, you know. And so I'm just kind of, I'm looking at channels, and I'm going, do I even watch this anymore? Do I like it? Like, let me watch a little bit of one. And and so I I would watch a little bit of a vid. And then if I didn't like it, I would unsubscribe. So I was given every channel one video chance. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, you're you're re-auditioning. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Like, and it would be the most recent vid. And then I came across this channel that I subscribed to that I had never really watched any of their videos. I don't know why I subscribed to this woman, um, but her most recent video was, let me just get the title correct because that's why I got my phone. The title was Why Reality Shows Are Dangerous. Hashtag reality TV, hashtag social media, hashtag Kardashians. And (laughs) I was like, oh, well, this is interesting. Let me give this video a shot and see if I want to stay subscribed to this person. Should I say who it is, their channel? Uh, I don't know. It's a woman named Jenny Mustard. I don't really know anything (laughs) about her. Um, But I, I did subscribe to her channel at some point in my life. So I watched this video and... It was so, um, like, really sophomoric, sort of like the first things, the first critiques that people make about reality shows. Like, Can I guess? Yes. Um, it's, like, uh, about how, like, okay, the number one critique, I would say, of a non-reality show person, really base, is that's not even real. It's all scripted anyway. Exactly. Okay. Thank it's you. production. Yes. Thank yeah. You. It's mm-hmm. being produced. It was stuff like that. It's such an eye rolling moment for me. I, I, the idea that we just, yeah, go watch a documentary then. You know what I mean? Like, and, and if you think that a documentary is real, then you got another thing coming. Because as soon as that camera pops on you, everybody performs. Doesn't yeah. matter who it is. So. A documentary is edited and produced in a certain way right. to tell a story. And that right. story so you're being is... manipulated no matter what. Uh, well, what if we took the documentary format and we just made it a little bit more trashy and entertaining? It's, can we do that? Sure. Well, then you got reality TV. So there you go. And I, I, uh, I agree. This is not real life. 
it's reality it TV. Is. It's reality TV. It's and different. thank God, thank it's God different. we have it. Um, but the idea that somebody telling me that is supposed to make me go, wait, wait a minute, this isn't a hundred percent real. I'm not watching this. In 2020, the year of our Lord, yeah, 2020, this woman made a all video. Right, listen, uh, Sandy Custard or whatever the fuck your name is, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> I unsubscribed from that. Okay. What were the other? Was the were there other base? Uh, bullshit things about reality i didn't see anything on her channel i mean i i, I was in like this video is only was her 12 whole minutes. her whole video she spent 12 minutes on the fact that reality is scripted i only watched six minutes oh, okay because that was really the big thing was that um and that it, it it promotes certain lifestyles that others can't achieve oh okay see they, they, you can go either way with it you can go, it promotes, uh, you know, because she's got Kardashians there as a hashtag, yes. so she's talking about Kardashians. But what about, uh, I can achieve a 600-pound life. I'm basically halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? Like, there's other reality. If that's not, you, you're, you're setting the bar too high. There's reality everywhere. I could probably marry some dude who's in prison right now. Yeah, I can achieve that life. Sandy fucking ketchup head or whatever the fuck your name is. Larry uh, Tomatoes. The real point that I got from the first six minutes is that reality TV is dangerous because it's not real. And so it's setting examples that don't exist in the real world. It's showing us lives that aren't real. And I was so offended that this video came out in 2020 that I unsubscribed from this person. Boom. And I love what you said about the documentary and that everything, as soon as you put a camera on something, this is something you and I have discussed. It's sort of Talked like... Talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It's sort of like, um, you know, in physics, if you look at an electron through a microscope, you can never pinpoint exactly where it is because as soon as you found it and you look for it, it has moved. And that is sort of the same deal, in my opinion, with reality TV. As soon as you put the camera on there it's a different reality no matter what you me and nick could just be talking normally i pull out my phone start recording him something changes a little it's it's always you never hit the mark exactly as soon as you put a lens on it uh except for prank tv spying on somebody wow if you spy on somebody that's that's the only reality television right is if somebody doesn't know they're being watched yeah and uh nor i mean if you just put a camera in this room be pretty boring you know what i mean it'd be me watching television uh sleeping you know stuff like that but so that's why you have to interject with a prank you know in order to make that exciting because if not it's just a security cam footage so you're saying the truman show is the only real real footage well that's a script that's a, a scripted movie but he didn't know he was being watched he didn't know he was being watched but it's being manipulated by the people around him everybody around him is an actor so you're saying someone would have to install a camera and then not interact with the people at yeah, all? Yeah, just check out your ring. Like, you know, the neighbors that have the ring camera uh, by their doorbell? That's reality TV. No, because as soon as there. you walk up, you see there's a ring camera. Well, you, okay. As soon as you walk up, well, you see that's a Well, ring. until people walk up. I'm saying when you just have a still life. Uh, of people, people walking, walking by, by on your sidewalk? Yeah. That sounds boring as hell. Yeah, and that's why I need somebody, a producer there, to jazz it up. Yeah, so she, she's gone. A couple of other people I unsubscribed for, from, and um, I subscribed to some new channels. That's pretty exciting. Boy, we've hit the part of the podcast where we're talking about <laughs> Ashley's subscriptions on YouTube. You want to get back to this headphones? Well, listen, um, <laughs> uh, I got a good recommendation for you folks, and I've been watching these for two days. Uh, just type in a YouTube um, Conan uh, Conan 
25 years of remotes. And uh, do you know what a remote is, Ashley? Yeah, like done outside of studio. Right. It's a remote uh, uh, shoot outside of studio. And it's basically like, uh, if you guys have seen the Conan program, it's when he goes around and talks to people in the real world with a microphone. Man on the street Man on the street, street, they call that sometimes. Except that man on the street, you're sort of coming, you're trying to get random people to stop for you, I believe. This is more like he'll go to a chocolate factory and the people who own the chocolate factory will take him around and he just is funny in the chocolate factory. Or he'll go to Finland you know and somebody i mean uh, uh the team coco youtube uh does it's one of the better youtube accounts in my opinion it uh they compile a lot of stuff um and a lot of vintage conan stuff you could watch and somebody put together uh classic remotes which is like from you know the year 1993 to the year 2010 or something or even maybe even 2015 um, where he is, uh, and it's like, there's like a hundred of them. And so you could just watch Conan throughout the years doing these remotes from his show. And I'll tell you what, it's the most entertaining. It's so fun to watch because it hits on so many levels. Number one, it's funny. You get to watch something funny. Number two, it's vintage. You want to watch like Conan walking around New York city in 1994. You know, that's, that's kind of cool. fun. I'm into that. I'm into the outfit. You also get to, as you watch them, you know, they're not in chronological order, but you can sort of tell based on the set and the aspect ratio of the film yeah, and everything time frame. like what era of Conan this is. And he kind of looks similar throughout the years. He does he, age. He's, pu- he's puffy in the be- in the first years and he's a little more gaunt. His face gets years. leaner and longer. Yes. He looks like he gets taller as time goes on. I think he on. did. Grow. I think his seats, I think his, his more, he's more fit and his suits fit him better. And mm. that's why it looks like he's like slender man in some of these uh, things. But uh, you get to see the progression of Conan and his art form, you know? So like in the beginning, a little bit more stiff, a little bit more jittery, um, not, you know, there was a lot more awkward moments and like, you know, there's now he's been doing this for, you know, 30 years or something. And so when you see the more recent remotes, I mean, he's just like lucid. He's just running around causing chaos and everybody knows who he is in the beginning People really didn't know Conan. Mm. And so when Conan was walking around their chocolate factory, they were like, what is this jerk? NBC (laughs) contacted me and it's like this jerk is coming around like making fun of me. Like, who is this guy? And then like cut to the chocolate factory in like 2010. And uh, it's just like, oh, my God, Conan's in our place. Let him give him the keys. He's just going to run around and tear this place up. And it's really fun. We watched a very, very fun episode of Conan last night. We did. Um, which was on the Conan YouTube, right? Is that where you found it? it? It's on YouTube. You could just search. It came up as a recommended thing. It might not be on the official, but it's just Conan's, uh, it's the, just type in Conan kids audience. And, uh, Conan did a show from like 1995, um, where it was just the it's entire audience is just children. They took kids from a summer camp and they put them in the audience and then they played to the kids. They had bits for the kids. Sort of. They were basically playing to us, but like in the way of like, you know, people at home. But I mean, this is such an incredible, it made it's actually perfect. Laughed out loud should so watch many it. times because the, 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 the in playing to the kids, it was more like they booked like the driest guests. Yeah. Um, they had Dave Foley, who's a kid's in the hall, and, and he's not dry. But what they did when they brought him on is just talk to him about boring stuff. And then they, at the, their <laughs> final guest was a guy from CNN who, who was like at the time like their financial guy. Yeah. And he was just talking there to about- to talk about the stock market. Yeah. 
And they have like the a kids boring are like, meter. The kids are like, look like to be about six to about 12. Yeah. Like, um, and so then there was a bit that they did where, <laughs> where, where it was like, guys, if the boring monster comes out, the only way to get rid of them is to laugh and enjoy the show and clap. And then throughout the, the night, this boring monster would come out. And the boring monster was like, scary like a yeah. real scary monster like who was coming out of like smoke and and uh it was real and anytime like a guest would be on like they'd start talking about something boring and the boring monster would come out and the alarm goes off they and were, the kids start freaking they were doing bits on the kids where they would do like the lookalikes like hey we have a lot of celebrity celebrity kid lookalikes and of course they like made you know they were misgendering some kids yeah. and the kids like looked sad and upset <laughs> like that they were like a little boy who was compared to an older woman <laughs> Um, you know, really fun gags. And then the, at the end, which I think might've been a recurring bit at the time, but they had sick, what was it? Sick state birds or sick national birds? Sick exotic Exotic birds. birds. And so they just had like big, like costumes of like a, like a bald eagle and like, you know, uh, a hawk and they would like walk out in costume, but they were sick. So as they walked down the aisles and like all the kids were looking at these birds, like the birds were just turning and just puking on the kids' heads. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> they were like, you want a parade of sick, exotic birds? And the kids were like, yeah. Just... I thought that it was sick, like cool, like radical. Yeah, that might have been, that might have been. I think that's the, the joke. The joke for 1998 yeah. or whatever. So sick was like probably... And then the, the birds in the costume just puked on the kids. It, really funny. And then like midway through like just regular talking of conan and andy like all of a sudden the kids would just start booing yeah they'd be boring <laughs> yeah they start boring <laughs> yeah the kids got a little out of control like they couldn't play to the audience at all like no. they had to take any like normal conan stuff where he would do something look at the audience the audience would give him a reaction like these kids did not were not working on that level so like andy and conan just had to sort of talk to each other while these kids were making noise in the background yeah the first 10 minutes they seem a little unsure i would say the first five minutes andy and conan and seem like they're like is this gonna work or have we lost control of the show yeah i think that it's like one of those things where you during a concept you're like this is hilarious this is great and then when you're actually doing it you're like this is tough i don't know if this is working and you could tell for a second it, it, it took a while to get the sea legs and then you could see conan um switch pretty easily into like oh this is a huge shit show and like weird yeah and let's just roll let's into the run weirdness. with it and, and to be honest it it panned out it really did all the bits that they had set up for it to work worked except for one where they go hey hey kids we have a super special pop-in guest like a big celebrity that wants to come out and say hi to you um dustin hoffman is backstage and it's like as if these kids know who he is anyway dustin hoffman is i thought backstage. that was the joke i think so but it would have well when you hear the rest of the bit, it probably would have worked without well, without the. Okay, here's the thing. I want to jump in. Go ahead. Okay, so the bit is basically like we got Dustin Hoffman backstage. You can either he's super excited to see you guys. You can either see him as he is regularly, or you can see him in a Snoopy costume. Which <laughs> yeah. one would you like? And they were like Snoopy costume. <laughs> so he comes out in the Snoopy costume. He shakes Conan's hand. He leaves, and then the kids are like, "Wait, we didn't see his face. Like, bring him back without the costume." And Conan's like, "Oh shit, he's in the bus. He already left." <laughs> And the idea being that, like, it's not Dustin Hoffman. It's just some guy in a Snoopy costume. Now, here's what I thought was interesting. Yeah. Was that um, they they knew that the kids were going to pick Snoopy costume. Yeah, they yeah. were betting on the kids picking. Of course they're going to pick Snoopy costume. So they could have made this celebrity anyone. 
But they right. p- but like picking the Wall Street stockbroker guy, they went for the most boring, out of touch celebrity. They hedged and their bets. I think it's interesting that they picked Dustin Hoffman in that time frame. They were like, "This is the celebrity we should pick. Yeah. That the kids A will be celebrity. Least the kids will not know anything about. interested in. So the audience is like, "Oh, Dustin Hoffman's going to come out," and the yeah. kids are like, "Nah, put him in a Snoopy costume." <laughs> so, but what I, I the kids were like, "Take his hat off. We want to see him under the mask." And then the kids were like, "Oh my god!" I mean, Kona was like, "Wow." Wow, these kids are actually pretty sharp. They're yeah. sharper than I thought. But um, it's it was to me that is remember the reality show that we watched. It was the British one on YouTube, where like at the end th- when the it was like a parents and a kid. Yeah, it was like my good kid or yeah. something. And at the end, it was up to the kid to be like his. Like they were like, so the kid gets to choose the prize. Like yeah, and so you- it was like, do you want? a vacation for four with your family in this exotic place or a plate of ice cream. And then the kids are like, ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) It was really sold just like that. Um, And to me, that is, it just was endlessly funny. I mean, they cut, you know, no commercials. The thing's only like, you know, 30 minutes long and, Great watch. I'm um, uh, enjoying watching Vintage Conan. Highly recommend it. We also watched something else completely on the other opposite end of the spectrum that you'd never seen before. I had seen um, a long time ago and I, I lost any, I withheld no information about this movie, which is shocking when you hear what the movie is. But on Thanksgiving Day, Nick and I were like, we want to watch a classic movie. We want to watch actors act. We want to watch uh, a film and what did we end up picking, Nick? Chinatown. Chinatown. Nick had never seen China, Chinatown. Chinatown. Nick had never seen Chinatown. I had seen Chinatown because when I got when I first moved to New York, I was casually dating someone who was um, very wealthy. What the fuck? Yeah, he was an heir to a certain um, media uh, family, and I we were on a date one time. And he brought up Chinatown, and I didn't know it. And he was like, you've never seen Chinatown. He shamed me really hard. I was like 22. Shamed me. And I, I remember just kind of grasping at straws, being like, I, I'm working on my cultural education now. Um, and I went home that night, and I found it somewhere. I think I like – I my I don't know how I got it, but I got it, and that week I watched it. Maybe it wasn't that night, but within that week I watched it. Didn't retain anything from it. But I knew that I liked it. So when we were talking about films, I was like, I want to watch Chinatown again because I want to see it now as a fully formed adult. 22, you got no taste at 22. Um, And I want to see if it is, I want to remember it. So Nick was on board. We watched it. I absolutely love it. I will not forget it this time. That's for damn sure. I can promise you that. Forget it, Ash. I won't forget it. I won't forget it. Uh, First of all, let's say it. Uh, made by a pedophile. That's right? the that's the most unfortunate part a of the sexual, movie. Sexual uh, deviant. I uh, usually pedophile. sort of avoid art made by criminals mm-hmm. in general. International criminals. Or, or sexual criminals. Sex you know? criminals. If you're if you robbed a bank, I'll watch your movie. Sure, but if you sure. molest a kid, it's hard for me to get into it. Right. And uh, so you know you got to throw the Roman Polanski thing in there. Sure. Yeah. That happened. Yeah, it's a huge. Um, it bums everybody out. We get it. I'd never seen it before. I thought it was. Pretty good. Um, I, I, I did what I was looking for. I wanted to see like old actors act. You know, in the 70s, when people are acting in these movies that are still regaled to this day, um, it's because pe- the actors are there and you could see them acting 
where um, I kind of feel like, uh, you know, in, in film today, the, the, you, you don't want to notice the acting. Well, it's, it's much like more mumble core has affected movies Right, it's like, let's general. mimic, wow, that's a really natural conversation. Wow, how'd they get that on film? Like, I don't know. Maybe in comedies it's different, but comedies is such big acting. I, but I kind of feel like in, an, in, a, in a movie these days, it's, it's, it's normal to not notice that they're acting and that to be, but in, in older movies, I feel like, uh, you know, when De Niro's there or Jack Nicholson or something like they're like really acting. Faye you Dunaway. Could, you could tell Ooh. that they're acting, you know, and also this is from, you know, the movie was made, was made to look like the, the thirties, right. It took place in the thirties. Um, and so there was a bit of that as well. Some period piece stuff going on, but, um, it was really good, and it was a really fucking screwed up movie. Just screwed up, uh, you know, interesting that a pedophile made a movie that uh, basically revolved around the elements in which this person is um, being accused of, right? Um, so, you know, art imitating life, whatever. Uh, they didn't write the thing, um, Roman Polanski, I know that, but still. Um, it, it is, you know, there are elements of uh, weird sexual bullshit right in in this movie that adds such a creepy uh aura to it in my opinion and it is so beautiful every still of this movie scene by scene it's like you could stop it print it out put it on a wall um unfortunately it's made by that roman play how do you what do you guys think how do you feel about art made by you know sex sex criminals what are you what are your thoughts on that should we throw it out um, or should we enjoy it? We're going to watch a Rear Window next. I'm very excited for that. Well, maybe. We've never seen that. We'll see. We'll see. Never seen Rear Window. And then Natasha recommended a movie to me called um, Killing the Killing the Pianist or Murdering the Pianist, something like well, you that. You better find out the actual name. Yeah, we're going to watch it. We're going to get into films. This is going to be a podcast about films. <laughs> Um, we're going to start rating them. That's right, folks. Here's the announcement. We are going to watch a film and then say, we like it. We like it. We don't like it. Uh, Nick only fell asleep a couple of times during Chinatown. Yeah, so that's a good sign. Good. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm about to fall asleep now, folks. That's the end of the podcast. That's it. That's all we got for you. We hope you had a really nice Thanksgiving. Um, it's December now, right? Or no? It's coming Tomorrow into is December 1st. So um, make sure you're signing up for our Patreon uh, and you get those two uh Blownest podcasts for December. Check out the Blownest podcasts of November. They're good stuff. And don't forget, next week we're gonna do uh, probably a half of a normal show, and then half of us just talking about the cast of the thirty-sixth season. That's right. Of the challenge, which premieres a week from this Wednesday, and December ninth. Uh, yes, we will be recapping. So I imagine what's going to happen is what we did. What we do normally is we'll be recapping for Thursdays. So Thursday, you'll be able to get our wonderful recap of the of the episode uh, from the prior night. And um, we uh, we love you. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>